Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with today's conversation about resilience. But first, if you're interested in creating a better life, having a better career, please visit kintsugipodcast.com and grab your free workbook on how to have a better life. In it, you'll discover tips and routines so you can find the energy for the things and the people who matter most so you can create a better tomorrow and create the life and career you desire. So today we're going to talk about something called PTOD. You might be asking yourself, what is PTOD, Michael? So if you're asking that question, you've come to the right place. It's a great question to ask. Now, if you're a corporate warrior, you know this. You've been in the trenches. You know the symptoms. You've seen this before. Initially, there's a little pain. But then as you go through it, you get excited. You get hopeful about the future. And then about three to four days later, things return to their old ways. I'm talking about post-traumatic offsite disorder. You know, those corporate offsites that we do. And its younger brother is post-traumatic workshop disorder that we know certainly in corporate life. And I know it sounds maybe a little cynical, a little sarcastic. I'm trying to weave in a little humor here, but there's also some truth that many times we go to an offsite, we go through a workshop and we feel good in the moment. And then three to 14 days later, Things go back to their old ways. And it leaves some scars. And not the Kintsugi scars, not the, hey, scars make us beautiful. These are scars that lead to disengagement, that lead to some self-doubt as we go through more change. Because we feel like, hey, we've seen this movie before, so why should I put in the energy to make this change? I know where we're going to end up. And I love change. As you know, if you've been listening to the Kintsugi podcast conversations about resilience, I imagine you love change as well. I love helping others change. I love helping people prevent those bad moments from turning into a bad day, all that jazz. And I even love speaking at offsites and workshops. I love doing that stuff. It's part of my day job, if you will, when I'm not podcasting. What drives me bananas is what happens after the workshop, after the offsite, which is not enough. Here's the reality, and I'll generalize here for a bit. When we approach our moments, or when we have our moments, where we can learn, grow, develop, and change, we're not taking advantage of them. They're not working well enough for us. They're too transactional. They are too check the box. They don't have what it really takes to drive the type of change that I think many of us seek. What they lack is heart. As we know, change on any level is hard work. But it's also heart work. Our hearts give us the strength to sit in our uncomfortable or our discomfort. And our hearts allow us to hold ourselves accountable. And we could take COVID here in the States as an example, a non-corporate example, if you will. We had one massive virtual offsite that was sort of an offsite that was onsite or actually was at home. We were learning a whole bunch from each other, about each other. We saw different aspects of each other, sort of like an offsite. Zoom allowed us to do that, to peek into our world, a world that we once had hidden from everyone else at work, but now we see it. So just like an offsite, we were coming together. We were rallying around a pain point. We were hopeful. We we're excited that 
through this, we could have a better tomorrow. And we were doing pretty well, relatively speaking. But then some just didn't have the heart, didn't have the heart to stay in the uncomfortable, stay in the discomfort, like wearing a mask or your PPE. They lack the heart to be accountable. And as a result, it looks like, at least here in the States, we are heading back uh, 13 to 14 days later, heading back to where we started. And gosh, the current pursuit for equity and equality. I am hopeful. I'm excited that this is the moment that feels different and will lead to the type of change that we want to see. But I know talking to a whole bunch, it feels like it's a movie we've seen before. And yes, over the last few weeks, many people have woke up, more realized that all lives can't matter until Black lives matter. Some have marched. We have marched. Some companies have made external and internal statements or releases, which are great. We have posted on social media. We've learned. We've unlearned, which is key. And these are all great things to do. But we need more than just a passionate offsite. Because the last three weeks seems like a passionate offsite where we've learned a lot about each other. We've come together around a pain point where we feel hopeful and excited. So it has a lot of the feelings of an offsite. But this moment requires heart. Heart to stay in it for the long haul. Heart to stay in the uncomfortable, in our discomfort, and hold ourselves individually and each other accountable so we can make the change we wish to see. We can make that change stick. And I'm not talking about, hey, you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable, that cliche, which is something I have said numerous times in my past. You got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. But to me, that no longer makes any sense because here's the thing I know about change and talking to a whole bunch of others who are really good at change. Change is never comfortable. It's always uncomfortable. But the people who can do change really well, they make it happen by making their heart, let's call it the purpose, their why, if you will, bigger than the discomfort, bigger than the pain point. That gives them the ability or the strength to take this over the long haul, to take a moment of learning, unlearning, growth, development, all that jazz, and make it into a movement, whatever that movement needs to be. And again, it's true for all types of change. If you want to have a better life, if you want to create a better tomorrow for yourself just personally, it requires heart. If you want to give your organization more life, it requires heart. It's true if you want to be stronger, fitter, and faster as an athlete, it takes heart. If you want to have a healthy life, change your lifestyle, if you will, that also takes heart. And it takes heart for us to truly live that Black Lives Matter because they do, full stop. But change also requires something in addition to heart. First, it's awareness. And that's very uncomfortable. That's the moment we're in right now. I think that's what COVID is giving us, is this chance to become more aware on a whole set of issues, from the economic to health to inequality and equity to social justice. It's uncomfortable work. It's the type of work that happens when you look in the mirror. It's emotional labor that burns a whole bunch of calories. It's hard. That's why most people don't do it. And when you're in it, you can feel your heart racing. You can feel a little 
you know, again, uncomfortable. You can almost feel draining. And those are all signs that you're alive. And moving towards, hopefully, the next thing that change needs is acceptance. The type of acceptance that's not tolerating things, because we've tolerated some things for far too long. But the acceptance I'm talking about doesn't argue with reality, because we know this, reality wins 100% of its arguments. So does Mother Nature, the universe, and God, I might add. It's the type of acceptance when we realize it's like this. When we realize that we've been following the wrong script for far too long, and it's time to write a new one. Awareness plus acceptance gets us to that point. And that point then is action. It requires day by uncomfortable day, line by uncomfortable line, pedal stroke by uncomfortable pedal stroke action over time to bring forth the change that we wish to have in this world. And when we're there in those uncomfortable moments, it's so much easier just to sit on the couch than to sit in our uncomfortable or sit in our discomfort. It's so much easier to practice avoidance than it is to practice accountability. That's why most quit, most fail to make the changes they wish to make. And in a corporate setting, in a corporate environment, that's how we fall victim to PTOD, post-traumatic offsite disorder. We start strong, we have a beautiful offsite, but we fail to finish because we lose our heart along the way. We lose our heart to change. But I believe if you're checking in to the Kintsugi podcast, you're different, you finish what you started. If you're here now, you're close to finishing what you started with this podcast. And you know this moment is meant to be hard. It isn't meant to be easy. It demands that we lead with our hearts. So we have the strength to sit in the uncomfortable, the discomfort, if you will, a bit longer and be accountable to ourselves, to each other, to create the change we wish to seek in the world. We wish to see. And I believe we can do this. I am I'm optimistic by nature. I'm not cynical. I'm not, there's a little sarcasm, but I'm optimistic by nature. I believe we are big-hearted people, then we have the hearts to stay in the uncomfortable, to hold ourselves accountable. And since we're halfway through 2020, I think it's a really good time to do a heart check, if you will, to see how we're doing. So we can finish this year stronger than what we started. Because the first six months have been a little difficult, but we can finish fast. We can finish strong. And by doing so, we can make some of this change that we wish to see stick. As always, thanks for listening and subscribing to the Kintsugi Podcast, Conversations About Resilience. As you might know, this was a new project for me this year, right when COVID hit, because I believe that one of the currencies that we need to get through this moment in time is resilience, that when we fall down, we can get back up again. Many of you have heard the statement, fall down seven, get back up eight. For me, though, resilience is about, yes, getting back up, but getting back up with more wisdom so we can move in a slightly different direction. We can shift our perspective, if you will, because we ultimately go where our eyes go. And to solve tomorrow's problems, we need to head in a different direction so we can stay in front of the change that will always be coming at us. The other thing we need, too, is another currency is agility. And having a Kintsugi mindset along with resilience, allows us to have the agility that we need to change when we need to change, that we don't hold on to what was. Instead, we focus in on what we can create, what we can become. And as always, if you have a question for me about anything under the sun, you can go to kintsugipodcast.com and leave your question there. I've gotten a lot, so I'm going to do my best to get those questions answered as quickly as possible. While you're there, 
you can check out the Paceline Leadership Academy. There's nothing like it for corporate America, especially if you're an aspiring leader or a leader in the middle who wants to have more. You want to create a better life at work, but you also want to create a better life at home. You want to be wealthy starting from the inside out, and you want to make sure that you have guidance along the way. Someone who can be with you, in the trenches with you, to act as your guide, to create that life and career that you desire. So I hope you'll check it out while you're there. Again, kintsugipodcast.com. And I hope you'll join me next week for another conversation about resilience on the Kintsugi Podcast. Until then, lead with your heart, stay healthy, and of course, have fun storming the castle. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.